Because a lack of direction means lack of focus. So if you have no focus, it's easy to get distracted and spend time on activities that simply just really aren't important to you. It's easy. Scrolling on social media, TV, all of a sudden the day is over. So when you have focus, it forces you to choose specific goals that are important to you and then filter out things, activities, and people that aren't going to be beneficial to you and your goals. Hi, and welcome to the Girl Who Can podcast. I am so, so happy you're here. It's time for you to remember that you are the girl who is valuable, inspiring, and deserves to live in the confidence that is uniquely yours. Because my friend, you are the girl who can. But we're also not a place that expects or promises perfection because striving and hustling for the perfect looking life, one, doesn't exist, and two, will rob you of who you were created to be. So stick around and let me remind you of how to be the girl who can with who you already are. In this podcast, we have conversations that inspire you to be productive, stay rooted in purpose, but also learn how to embrace the imperfection that is just part of the journey and remember that you're not alone in that. So hi, I'm Arissa, registered dietitian by trade, but most importantly, your friend, and I've made it my mission to live and share with you the importance of working hard, but also resting well. So I invite you to be the girl who shows up for herself as we get into today's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'm going to be very real with you in that it is currently 9.45 p.m. I'm going to take a moment of silence for myself that why am I recording a podcast at 9.45 p.m.? I honestly couldn't answer that question either. I just had the sense to record a podcast and it's 9.45 and here I am. No, I did not have caffeine. Maybe it's the whole daylight savings thing still messing with my internal time clock. I do enjoy that it gets a lot darker later because the sun sets at eight. So it makes me feel a lot more productive. And that's probably why my mind can't turn off. And if you are a returning listener, you know that I am all about a morning routine, like protect your morning, do something for yourself, say yes to yourself in the morning. I could be a little better about my nighttime routine, but we all have areas we need to work on. (laughs) Um, But I love talking to you guys at any point in time of the day. I've said it before, but showing up to this podcast each week is truly not a chore for me. I enjoy talking to you, whoever you are, and I'd love to get to know you. So please come and follow me over on social media at the Girl Who Can Podcast or at Arissa Lujano. Shoot me a DM. Love to get to know you, who you are, and connect. And a big goal of mine this year for the podcast is to create a sense of community. So that is something that is in the works. I am working very hard on the back end of things just to brainstorm and put some things together. So how we can come together as the girls who can, because collectively that's what we are. We are, your wins are my wins. And I'm here to encourage you just as much as you are here on this planet to do that for somebody else, whether that's online, in your local community, at your work. Um, We're here to empower each other. It's not just me talking at you. So come follow me over on social media, get get to know me. I want to get to know you. So shoot me a DM or an email. But aside from this 
whole thing never ever being a chore to me. I think it's a time change. I said this in the last episode that the time change in the US was just really messing with my internal alarm clock and I was getting very bad sleep, but we're just going to ignore all of that and get right into the episode of what I wanted to talk about. It is goals. Goal setting. If you are a returning listener, you are not new to the idea that I am all about goals. I'm here for a good list. I'm here to put pen to paper. I love all this stuff. As a dietitian too, I mean, I am not only doing this for myself, I'm doing this with clients on a day-to-day basis of understanding their goals, where they want to go, and consistently re-evaluating those goals. But I want this episode to be a hard pause, a hard stop for you to check in with yourself. Because how often do we really circle back to those goals and see how close or far we are from the initial goal that we set out to achieve? Because I think we consistently hear from myself and even people around you or on social media, like, yes, make goals, get a planner, write things down. What do you want to achieve in three years? What do you want to achieve in five years? Like, It can seem very intimidating, just goal setting in general. And we're told to like dream big and, but make them small and actionable, attainable, realistic, you know, all those fancy words that we can get lost in when trying to make goals. Setting goals is consistently thinking about the future. And I really, really think, I know it's important to pause and take a look at where you're at right now, instead of being so focused in the future. Yes, important to make those goals of what you want to achieve and what dreams you have. But we need to recircle on the ones you made maybe three months to a year ago. Where are you at? Are those goals that you made a year ago still important to you? Or are they not? And why not if they're not important to you anymore? Or what got in the way? Are you able to change it? Are you able to course correct? Are you able to become aware of what needs to be put in place or what you need to let go of or what you need to implement or do more of in order to put action steps towards your goals? And I don't think that anybody is really talking about this. We're just consistently investing in setting goals instead of reflecting on past goals. And this is why it's really important to work with somebody so then they can be checking in on you. Obviously, very important to be self-aware, but as a dietitian in the nutrition space, working with a coach or somebody that can hold you accountable and see your goals from a bird's eye view, because we can get so emotional about our goals as well. When something goes wrong or we hit a bump in the road, we automatically can think we're a failure or we have to course correct. When really working with somebody like a coach, um, let's just say in the the health and wellness space, can really take a step back and see it a bit objectively versus you getting so lost in the sauce with your feelings and it sometimes just leading you down a rabbit hole. And honestly, when I set goals, what you should think about when you set goals, to me, like that's my cue that I need help. Because if I'm at a point in my life where I my goal is to get to point B and I'm currently at point A, 
I clearly don't know how to get to point B or else I would be there already. So I need to lay down my pride and ask for help. So you setting a goal really is a first step to acknowledging that you need help in some area of your life. So seek out a coach, seek out a dietitian. shameless plug, because that's what I do, but take someone out for lunch. Maybe it's a mentor, pick their brain. If it's a leader in your life that you admire, ask for help, ask questions and plug yourself in a community if that's helpful too. Because again, you are not meant to walk this life alone. Community, going back to how that is so important. And sometimes when you're pursuing goals or working on something, it can feel lonely because we can become so narrow focused and like I said, lost in the sauce of your work, which is great. You might have that discipline, but it can feel very lonely for that reason. But also some of you might be pursuing a goal or have experiences before where you are pursuing something, but you don't have a lot of support around you. Maybe the ones you wish would help you don't or they're not as excited for you as you wish they were or hope they would be for this new venture or goal that you're pursuing. And so that kind of diminishes your light and excitement for the goal. And then that can cause you to stop. Um, Or you can get defensive, you can get angry, and it's just not a fun feeling. It's not a fun feeling, feeling like you are walking alone on your goal. And if that is you, if that's something that you have felt before, I am sorry, but also that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here talking to you, hanging out, because I want to remind you of something as well. And that is while community is important and can empower you, nobody has the ability to choose to do something or not to do something besides you and you only. Being influenced by somebody else doesn't have to lead to an action, okay? Being influenced can lead to a belief or a thought that you should or should not do something, but the action, the physical action that you do or decision is still on you. That is on you, your responsibility. So circling it back to asking for help. Ask for help from the right people and discern if there are people in your life currently influencing you in the wrong direction from your goals, leading you to take actions in that opposite direction. And you know, when I say that, if there's somebody that immediately comes to mind, that's the person. We shouldn't really have to like take inventory of like, does this person, does this person, sometimes we do if like we need to create a little bit more self-awareness, but like if somebody came to mind, please act on that. And when I say act on it, I mean, maybe it starts by having a conversation, but if you think that conversation isn't going to be the most healthiest or beneficial to you, maybe that just requires you actively not participating in things that deal with that person or you actively not having conversations with that person, not saying ghost somebody. I don't want you to run away from anybody either. So it might need to be a conversation. Um, And I have a whole podcast on like boundaries and friendships. So you can scroll down and check out those episodes. I've given a lot of insight around that and tips and yeah, different things. So check those out. But 
anyways, getting back to the whole goals. Sorry, I'm going, I feel like I'm going off on just random little tangents, but we are girls today who check in with yourself and your goals. Like I mentioned before, we live in a world that keeps telling us to make new goals and strive. And while yes, set, you can do things like set daily goals. That's like for sure forward thinking, thinking about every day, but your old goals, think about January, your new year's goals that you set were three months into the new year. So this is a perfect time to see if you are on the trajectory to accomplish what you wanted to do within a year. Um, You know, we're kind of ticketing quarters, if you will. We're approaching the end of the first quarter of the year. So check in. And this is a part of being still. We don't do that enough. I don't do that enough. And it's something I consistently have to be more intentional about because I can get caught up in wanting to be over there and the five-year plan and the one-year plan and the two-year plan, like all those different things are what our boss wants us to do next week. And to check in with yourself is a bit of a surrender. We have to surrender to what our plan is and take a moment to be like, okay, where have I been? And is this where I want to keep going? It's a part of being still and being intentional as well. So this year, as I said, something I consistently want and need to work on um, because one of the words I want to live by this year is refine. And I want to refine who I am and allow God to prune anything that's not serving me this year. If that means letting go of things, people, etc., to make me a better person, I want to stay open to stepping into what my purpose is. And that requires refining and taking a look at what I've done in the past couple of months and am I moving towards that best version of myself that God wants me to be. And some things I got to check in with myself are, am I self-sabotaging? Am I trying to take too much control where I am putting so much pressure on myself to be perfect and that's actually getting me nowhere? Or am I carrying the faith with me to remember that a part of setting a goal is trusting in God to partner with me because that's important to me because I am not God. I am not hundred percent in control of the outcome of my goals. I'm a part of writing the story, the writing process um, of how my life plays out, but I am not the publisher. Okay. Who makes the final edits. That is not me. So when we're talking about reflecting and checking in with yourself on your past goals, how do you do this? Well, First, if you are listening to this and you're like, Arissa, I haven't even made goals. Like I haven't put pen to paper. That's where you got to start. So I'm going to start there. For me, I write different sections of my life where I would like to see these areas go and grow over the course of one year. So these sections are relationships, family, finances, career, health, and wellness, nutrition, spiritual, and recreational, like fun, travel, hobbies, stuff like that. So I know those are a lot of different areas. So if you want to pause, rewind, write those things down, but those are important areas to dive deeper into. And so from there, I made three month goals based on all these different areas. So there was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different areas. 
from there, I just make kind of like an overarching three different three month goals. Um, so in three months, I want to accomplish ABC. And maybe it was something that I directly pull from what I wrote in one of those different areas. So I'm just kind of zoning in on what my priorities are for the next three months. I don't, I'm not expecting myself to work on all these seven areas specifically in three months. Yeah, I can work on them here and there, but if I have specific goals that I want to take action on in the next three months in order to help me see that change within a particular area in one year because it's a priority, that's what I write down. So I make those three different goals, what I want to accomplish in the next three months, and I put why I chose that goal to be important and then a reward. Um, if I do achieve this goal. So we're on month three of the year. So that's what I currently did and kind of prompted this conversation for me to record this podcast. Um, So I circle back to those goals that I made at the beginning of the year and kind of look at, did I do what I said I would do? And if not, why? And if I did not meet the goal, this isn't a bad thing. And I think this is where a lot of people can get it confused um, because there's two routes here. If you view it as a bad thing, one, you're too married to the timeline where if it doesn't happen by X date, you feel like a failure and then you feel like you've tried it all and nothing's working. And I see most people fall into this area of that way of thinking Now, it's important to acknowledge if the timeline was controllable or not, that three-month mark, since we're just using that as an example. Did you not reach that goal in three months because something legit uncontrollable got in the way? Or did you not meet the timeline just because you couldn't, quote, keep the motivation? And I'm going to go on just a little tangent for a second, but not having the motivation is an excuse at the end of the day. I'm just calling it for what it is. Maybe I woke up and chose violence, but it's an excuse. If you wanted to do it, you would. Not having the motivation is a choice. So go back to who or what is keeping you from your goal. Maybe you're being influenced too far in the other direction that is manifesting itself into your actions. That could be it. But I think a lot of people want this hack for motivation. You know, you hear like, how do I stay motivated? Often. But in all honesty, if it's important to you, if yes, it is, why? Answer that question for yourself and then go after that goal. And if you can't answer why it's important to you, if you just like and actually go deep into the why, then it's not going to be exciting for you and you probably aren't going to do it long-term. You know, if you can't do something for a day, you're not going to be able to do it for a decade. And along with that, you have to stay flexible and give yourself the grace to whatever the outcome is. One of the goals I made that I had set in January, I didn't make it in, I didn't do it in this three months, but I'm close. I did work on it. So yes, I 
thought I would be farther along on this goal, but I am very close and I did put action steps towards this. So to me, it's not that big of a deal that I'm not going to lose sleep over it. I'm not going to call myself a failure. I'm just staying flexible on the timeline because there are some things that were uncontrollable that did come up that got in the way. And that is life. Um, I want to say like two podcasts ago, um, I talked about flexibility when making goals. And this is a key to consistency and a hack, if you will, for motivation. So please go listen to that episode if you were triggered by when I said not having motivation is an excuse. Go listen to it. I promise I'm nice. (laughs) But if you also, route two is if you didn't meet the goal, is it still important to you? Because you're allowed to evolve and change. Maybe something happened in your life within that three months um, that changed your perspective and your priority shifted. And if that's the case, that's something to be proud of because that's awareness. That's you knowing what your priorities are instead of being so black and white, I need to finish this because I said I would start it. If it's not important to you anymore, because like I said, priority shifted, that's great. That's awareness. And that's you being intentional to, okay, just shifting the focus a little bit. And this is different than a feeling. I'm not a fan of acting on feelings. So for example, when someone says like, oh, I just didn't feel like doing it anymore. Okay, well, there are goals that we make that for sure are not going to feel good. It's going to be uncomfy. That is a part of facing your fears and growing and changing and pushing through and being okay with the uncomfortable. So like, yeah, some goals that you set, the action steps are not going to be fun. They're going to require you expanding and facing a fear and um, that uncomfiness is almost good because that means you're going in the right direction. You are growing. So very different than you, somebody just saying, oh, I just didn't feel like doing it anymore. Um, So if you didn't feel like doing it anymore, that also might be a cover up to a lack of accountability to your goal and a bit of an excuse. So again, just keeping it real here today with you, but I encourage you to write this stuff down. So as I mentioned, um, how those different sections that I write kind of goals within those different areas of my life and just goals in general, I encourage you to put pen to paper. One, because you can look back at it. You know, it It's a diary, if you will. I mean, it doesn't just have it be a plain, simple notebook. But actually putting pen to paper helps eliminate the distraction because it invites in focus to get clear on your goals. And then you become engaged in that goal achievement process. Studies actually show people who write down their goals when they're setting them are even more likely to have success getting to where they want to go because there's a brain to hand connection that comes into effect and writing down your goals plants the goal in your brain. And once it's there, it sticks. And oh gosh, what is that quote? It's kind of cheesy, but 
A goal not written down is just a wish. As cheesy as kind of that sounds, you might've heard it before. It's so true. A goal not written down is just a wish. So first, write down the goal today, pen to paper. If you're on your lunch break at work right now, when you're listening to this, I want you to practice this today or whatever you're doing. Write a goal for today. One thing you want to get done, take out a post-it, the paper that you have sitting next to you, find a pen, I'll wait, and make a direction for the rest of your day. One thing. Because a lack of direction means lack of focus. So if you have no focus, it's easy to get distracted and spend time on activities that simply just really aren't important to you. It's easy. Scrolling on social media, TV, all of a sudden the day is over. So when you have focus, it forces you to choose specific goals that are important to you and then filter out things, activities, and people that aren't going to be beneficial to you and your goals. And lastly, make your goals exciting, you guys. Part of losing motivation is that the goals just weren't as exciting and motivating enough for you to take action. There was no intentionality behind achieving the goal because it wasn't that important to you. You didn't make it exciting. And yeah, all goals aren't going to be like sexy and exciting, but you can make it exciting by inviting community in, inviting the right people in. Um, Literally, if you are somebody who is like a visual person, make a vision board, but like make it exciting for you. And maybe it's like once a month, you go outside with your journal in the park or a new a coffee shop, something. Just get out of your environment and then you'll check in with yourself on your monthly goals the previous month. Make it a bit of like a routine for yourself. Get still. And you might be thinking like, Arissa, I don't have time to do that. Like, what are you talking about? Well, make time. Again, if it's important to you, I'm sorry. But like, you can spare 20 to 30 minutes at a coffee shop and check in with yourself because I guarantee you, you can spend 20 to 30 minutes on social media or 20 to 30 minutes watching a Netflix series. It is what it is. I I check in with myself all the time because that is me when I see my screen time. Every single Sunday it rolls around and it humbles me real quick what my screen time is. So I promise you this stuff as maybe we've heard it all before of goal setting and writing things down. Um, We can get so lost in that I'm so busy or I can't stay consistent. I can't stay motivated. Um, But it starts with putting pen to paper, making a direction, having a focus for the rest of the day. Because again, if you have no focus, it's easy to get distracted and spend time on things, people, whatever, that are going to move you in the opposite direction. Um, so also, last thing, I know I said last thing before, but last thing is that writing down your goals helps you celebrate. We don't celebrate enough, you guys. And it's important to celebrate you, celebrate those small steps. And that's what checking in with yourself can also do. You can see if there were answered prayers. You can 
thank and be grateful for what you were able to do and what God was able to do in your life. Um, Thank friends for helping you along the way. And even if it was one step, that is something to celebrate. Your wins are my wins and you deserve to be celebrated. So let me know what your goals are. Let me hold you accountable. Like I said, my Instagram handles are in the show notes. So go hang out with me on there. DM me what your goals are. Um, Take a picture of what you wrote down in your post-it and send it to me on social media. Let me hold you accountable. But like I said, even if the progress feels small over time, any improvement is progress towards your goals. So that's what I want to leave you with today. I hope you guys are having a wonderful, wonderful week. And I am so excited each week to show up with these episodes. And if you could do me a huge favor and leave me a review if this helped you in any way over on Apple Podcast, written reviews help so, so much. So if you have an iPhone, purple icon, click on it, type in the girl who can, find my face, scroll down, click write a review, and it takes 30 seconds of your day. And it would mean so much. Or if you're on Spotify, if you can leave me a review there, really helps the growth of the show. And I would love you so much, but I love you regardless of whatever you do. But I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week and we will chat next Wednesday. Bye, everybody.